You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 231. Maps of the Legionnaires' Homes, Who's Who number four. Here's how you know that the Who's Who books uh, came out like 25 years ago. Oh. Well, one, it's got the date written on it. So well, that's, true. that's one way to tell. The other way is Hollow Maps to the Legionnaires' Homes, just three credits. That's like mm-hmm. at least a dozen credits now. Oh, yeah. oh totally. Yeah. So, it's not inflation. been adjusted for inflation at all. <laughs> exactly. That's like, you would think they would have known this already. And it's two dozen credits in Canada. Exactly, exactly. Because the because the exchange goes to hell again somewhere around the twenty fifth century. Yeah, yeah. Stupid Buck Rogers. I blame it all on Tweaky. Hey now. <laughs> anyway, welcome Start to blaming Gil Gerard for all of your problems, French. The, it usually is his fault. I will get you one day, Gerard. That's right. All right. Uh, anyway, welcome to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, <laughs> episode 231. I'm Paul French, and today I am Brisket Boy. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I got the, uh, got the, uh, the smoker going uh, earlier today and, uh, and, and smoked up a, a, a brisket, and ooh, was it good. No doubt. Sweet. Yum. Ooh. Yum. So, yeah. So that's that's actually occupied a, an inordinate amount of the day. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Mm-hmm. It does. That smoking stuff. Oh, it's not, it's not like barbecuing what you can do it right away. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Geez. You know, stick the fish sticks on the grill this and with a- the whole Dirk Morgna question. Come on. <laughs> Wait, he was barbecued, right? Yeah, no, we, we yeah, but he, he, he just spit roasted. He went, he, he went like. a bit overboard with it. I mean, he completely lost his head. Yeah, yeah indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> over to soon. you, sir. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am Darren Noel, and I'm gonna. Uh, I'll stick with the food theme. Why not? I am a chocolate covered caramel ball boy. <laughs> oh my! Because that's what I'm Did snacking on. While a food theme. <laughs> Do I have theme? to stick to the really? food theme? No, I just thought I would, you know, take it away from barbecue. <laughs> the question is, did he? <laughs> I'm fucking on him right now. Very tasty. I'm leaving. I got, <laughs> I got shit to do. Get this noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, going as far away from the food theme as I can this week. Uh, I'll be. Uh, right, Darren. You spoiled the food theme for everyone. Yeah. Well done. Good job, Darren. I'll be. Anytime. Uh, Anytime. Gerber guy, because a lot of the back, the back issues I've been reading seem to have been written by this Steve Gerber guy. Ah, hmm. uh, yes. Reading some garden, old Guardians of the Galaxy and oh, some nice. Man Thing. So good stuff. Oh yeah. So Man Thing. So that uh, goes right in with Darren's theme. So there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey now. Con- just, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but connective tissue all the way through. <laughs> 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 oh man that's just not going to end well no matter what no no sir <laughs> <sighs> nothing ever does around here god damn it <sighs> and I am Scott Coles and tonight I am Comic Con Kid just got back from the old Toronto Comic Con 
This was an unscheduled appearance, so don't worry for both of you that could have possibly <laughs> and cared. Uh, well, you were appearing in the parking lot, right? Uh, no, no, they kicked me out of there. I, I, oh, I had to go, okay. I go inside. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> no, it was pretty good. It was. Uh, it's. A, it's the smaller con of the year as far as uh, their show goes, but. Um, I got to talk to Katie Cook, and I got my uh, Captain America Annual Number Seven signed by Mike Zek. Nice. Yeah. Eh, saw a few cool things, some cool costumes. Listened to the kids bitch and moan for a while, and then went home. It was pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Sounds like a a good convention. Yes. Sounds like a great time was had by all. Indeed. Almost yes. As long as, I'm not, <laughs> and as long as I'm not included in all, then yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> Indeed. I should really be drinking right now. Oh, wait. <laughs> Here's a beer. Speaking of conventions. What? Upcoming conventions. Uh, Matt, do you have... Are you, are you doing C2E2 this year? Um, if I am... It's not in the Legion of Substitute Podcasters capacity. Uh, what? Screw Reed. <laughs> but, oh, that's uh, right. When is the show? End of April. Okay, end of April. At the beginning of April, um, three of us will be at the, uh, at the Super Show in Reading, Pennsylvania. Don't get too excited. It's the same three of us that you saw last night. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make Murray wear, a, wear a, a, a mat name tag. Yes. So, um, but we uh, just, yeah, we could just tell them Murray's mat. They won't. <laughs> hey, Murray, go. <sighs> and be tall. Really yeah, tall. Murray, Put some we can get him stilts. There you go. There you go. Cut off his dreads and stand on him. Oh, oh, oh man, he'll be they're wearing like, shorts. We can just say they're actually long. Pants oh, that's right. Of course, of course. Mm. high waters for Matt. <laughs> so there you go, Mary. There's your there's your morning uh, your morning cheer up. <laughs> Seriously. Um. So uh. Yeah. So we will be there April sixth and seventh in Reading, Pennsylvania, at the Reading Convention Center. Um. Yeah. Uh, more information can of course. Yes, it can be found at um, at cgssupershow.com. Um, it's uh, it's only twenty bucks for a weekend pass. A mere twenty dollars. A better deal you will not find. Exactly, this is and true. this is true. And and guests, you want to know about guests? Oh, oh yeah, they have them. There are some excellent guests this year. There are indeed. Uh, Art Baltazar and Franco will be there. If you're, oh, yeah. if you're Tiny Titans fans or uh, or Superman Family Adventures fans. Or fun fans. Indeed. Indeed. Um, also, uh, K- the aforementioned Katie Cook will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Cook, of course, um, um, all, all, all awesomeness. She does the, the Gronk comic. She also has been uh, writing uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Which, writing the hell out of it, and and Aww. and I tell you, they've been selling the hell out of that book. So, oh no, kidding. <laughs> so it's uh, it's going well for her. Um, also, uh, Fred someone, Hembeck, yeah, someone we're all fans Ooh. of here. Fred Hembeck will be there. Yeah, woohoo! Love Mr. Uh, Hembeck. Exactly. Uh, Rudy Nebris 
if Ooh, you like those sweet. old uh, those old um, Bronze Age Marvel uh, black and white magazines. He used to do a lot of those. Like Conans the, and stuff. Yeah, and the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Um, le- former Legion artist, Joe Staten. He did the Legion? Oh, yes. My, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he did. Uh, he worked uh, with uh, with Jerry Conway. Uh, just as they transitioned into the um, uh, no longer being Superboy in the Legion of Superheroes. Oh, cool. So, yeah. I knew he had a Doom Patrol connection. I didn't know he had the... There you go. Oh, see? There we go. So, yeah, he'll be there. That'll be, that'll, so, we'll definitely have to talk to him. Dang, yeah. Tim Truman. I know that guy. Yeah, the guy who, uh, guy who once upon a time fixed Hawkman before everyone else broke it on him. <laughs> before everyone else <laughs> screwed him up, yes. Um, also, uh, Lee Weeks. Oh, yeah. He was um, actually at Comic-Con as well. Yeah, That's right. That's uh, Yeah, yeah. Super nice guy. I remember talking to him at the last Super Show. Um, and, of course, he's, he's drawn, like, almost everyone. Um, Spider-Man, the Hulk, Captain America, uh, Gambit, X-Men, uh, Daredevil. He's done some Batman stuff. Tarzan versus Predator. Oh, yeah. And he was a, stor- a storyboard artist for the 90s uh, Superman animated series. So Ooh, cool. And uh, and real cool guy. And um, if you want to see card tricks, he's your man. Um, Sal Abenanti, of course. Oh, yeah. Uncle Sal. Uncle Sal. Uncle Sal will be there. Um, as will the folks from Action Lab Entertainment and Morocco Comics. Putting out, putting out yep. some great stuff right now. Yeah, they are. Especially yes, they if you're are. looking for an alternative to your usual capes and tights kind of stuff. Totally. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you, uh, they were they were also uh, nominated for for an Eisner last year for Princeless, and um, and they've got things like, for example, the uh, NFL Rush Zone comic they're putting out uh, at the moment. Um, there's also the folks from Angry Gnome Comics who are also kind of part of that whole um, Action Lab thing as well, and that's uh, Sean and Stephanie Gabarin, uh, Steve Bryant. Ah, will also be oh, yes, there. Yes, Steve Bryant. Salivating as, Steve Bryant. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. As will Avery Butterworth, uh, Jim Calafiore. And, um, of course, we all loved what he was doing on, on Secret Six. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Dennis Calero. I don't know who that is. Um, he did... Legion uh, Connection? Yeah, yeah, what? exactly. Exactly. He When when was he on it, Matt? Was uh, that, Search uh, for Casting Boy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so right in the middle there, in the middle of the uh, of the three boot. Um, right after kissing. There you have it. Well, there you go. Yeah, and uh, and he's also done like X Factor, uh, um, twenty eight days later. Um, well, yeah, they say they list uh, Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes right there, don't they? Um, he's done some some JLA stuff, some Wolverine. Um, I, he also did the uh, the X Men Noir stuff. And that, that that looked really good. Um, Andrew Charapar, uh, Danielle Corsetto of Girls with, with Slingshots. Mm. Uh, the folks from Dutchie Digest will be there, and I, I look forward to seeing them and continuing to keep my complete set of Dutchie Digests. Um, <laughs> it's good to have goals. <laughs> it is good to it have is. goals. It's also really good to keep them simple. Small. Um, Easily attainable. Easily attainable. Stuff. Just uh, you know. Uh, Jamal Igle will be there. Um, Yay! Exactly. As will Harold Jennett and um, Jennett. Yes. Yes. Julian Lytle. 
and just well, a ton of other people. Mike Norton, Dave Perillo, Tom Rainey, Erica Schultz. Yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And of course, you can find oh, J.K. Woodward, Dave Wachter, Adam Withers and Comfort Love. To name but a few a people bunch of cool dudes plus us exactly I mean, and, yeah, then, and then totally. the, the guys or from 20 lantern, bucks the guys from lantern cast will be there and we will be there so it's a it is a full full list you can find more of it again as i say uh cgssupershow.com and uh do check it out it's it's going to be a lot of fun mm-hmm. oh and so. i'll be at megacon next week so megacon. in orlando Megacon. I always, I always feel that I have to follow it by Megacon. <laughs> Megacon. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I know. I'll probably be stalking Gail Simone. So I'll be around there. There you go. There you go. Anyone, anyone else you'll be stalking? Um, Probably not, mm. actually. Okay. So at Megacon. Uh, if there's a DC only... Nation panel, I'll probably be in it, in it uh, doing a, a good imitation of uh, the Harumph guys from Blazing Saddles. So. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Digging deep, sir. <laughs> no, I, I just want to see hey, the I didn't twist get a chrome fire of that guy. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it's not going to be a very easy convention schedule for the DC staff this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to watch the massacre. <laughs> Is that awful? Uh, massacre. Sigh. Yeah, what's his restaurant? Massacre. Massacre. Well, it took them years to get over Stephanie. They're not over Stephanie. They're not over Wally. They're not over Donna. I, I'm waiting to hear what goes on about Damien. So. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. You think everyone's going to be like, eh. I, I, I really don't think everybody's going to be as up in, up in arms as, as, as one might think. Because everyone's the like. The people who really care are the people who don't read that man on a. Yeah. On a regular basis. I believe that. Totally. Yeah. I enjoyed the character, but I don't. I don't, know, I don't have the thoughts about it. Not over yet. Yep. Probably not. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And his grandfather has a Lazarus pet. Thank you. Yeah. I just, I just figure that DC needs to clear a few of the Robins off the table so people stop bitching about how many goddamn Robins <laughs> exactly. there are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. The new fifty-two. <laughs> y'all need, totally y'all need that. <laughs> y'all need to shut up about the Robins, or we start feeding them into the wood chipper. <laughs> oh yeah, there goes another Robin. <laughs> one Robin, and then there was another Robin on another. Wait, herb. wait, did did someone just throw Chewbacca in the wood chipper? <laughs> oh, I was at the the big giant t shirt. I was at the big giant t shirt cube at the uh-huh. Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. And they had uh, they have furry hoodies now. You can get Cookie Monster or Chewbacca nice. or Elmo. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, I don't think anybody wants to buy an Elmo one just about now. You Not know what I'm right saying? Not right now. No. <laughs> yeah, it's a little awkward. <laughs> a little awkward. <laughs> that tickle could wind up yeah. sending you to jail. So, no, thank you. Whew, indeed. <laughs> Pleasantness, kids. Unpleasantness. All right, so tonight we are going to take a look at Who's Who in the Legion of Superheroes, issue number four. What? Yep. See, yep. again, it's crazy. See, it says for just three credits, you can visit Tangy Bismol, see why everyone loves Daxum, 
was uh, it was a it was a big uh, a big um, uh, sitcom in uh, in, in, in in thirty one oh nine. Um, everybody loves Daxon. Everybody loves Daxon. I want to visit Tanky Bismol. I yeah. think that'd be fun. Yeah, and you can meet a Durlin. Just three credits. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. you've probably met one already. You just don't know it. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Um. So um, yeah, that's again um, sort of the similar uh, cast of of characters doing the art. Um. And so we'll sort of get to some of them as as we go through. But a few that I'd like to just note off the off the top is we have some Jim Mooney and some Win Mortimer art in here because oh, of course yeah. at the time they were still with us. Yeah. Um, we also have local boy Grant Mame in here, mm-hmm. and um, do, he'll be doing the the Molecule Master down the way, and of course, uh, Rob Liefeld will do do, do Hunter. <laughs> Ooh, woohoo! Uh, yeah. Um, some Ty Templeton. Yeah, yeah, some Ty Templeton throughout, and uh, um, some Ty today. Cool. But he was so busy, I couldn't get to him to talk to him. Ah, oh, me out. I took my copy of uh, the sub secret origin issue along and everything. Oh, nice, nice. Oh well, fan expo, I guess. Yeah, I was just gonna say mm. we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get him in the summer. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, anyway, so this uh, we'll get into a little bit of a uh, little bit of the Legion homeworlds, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, so we'll kind of go through all of that. And uh, um, so we kind of start off here, um, taking a tour of the homeworlds of the Legion. So we start off start off with Begitzel, um, which is of course Phantom Girl's planet. Yep. And um, so it's basically very similar to uh, to Earth, um, but of course you see you know, they would notice people would notice uh, the natives passing through traffic, and uh, and so basically because of their relationship to our own dimension, people of 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 Begitzel can become immaterial at will. And it, that, that's sort of an interesting way of looking at it because that's that's kind of the way uh, Wade ended up uh, tweaking her power for the three boot. <coughs> you know, she it was kind of she was sharing between dimensions, as it were. Mm. Um. <coughs> anyway, so um, she of course uh, ran away from school to that's, become a legionnaire. Sorry. Sorry, that just it seems weird, doesn't it? Like if it, if. They can become immaterial in our world because of their relationship to our dimension. Wouldn't the you think that true? when they're at home, they should just be like regular dudes? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that's where Phantom Girl is special. At least a little bit. She has oh, she has okay, more of a wait. conscious control over her power than the others do. Uh-huh, I see. Few of Begitzel's people have Phantom Girl's natural control over her power to fade away. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Here right, then. This time, <laughs> it's in. Um, <laughs> then we get over to Tangy Bismol, uh, which is pink. Yes, of course, pink. it's Bismol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> it is, of course, the native world of Matarider Lad, and um, and basically, when uh, colonization of the planet began, 
deadly micro microbes invaded all organic matter. So they basically had to, uh, they developed these specially bioengineered enzymes, which allowed them to digest, digest otherwise poisonous foods. And, but what this did is it gave their offspring the capacity to digest and enjoy the inorganic compounds of their world after they noticed their toddlers munching happily away on rocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a rock. Um, on Bismol, they say, yay! <laughs> yeah. um, so while they are open to tourism, most off-worlders find the cuisine abhorrent and prefer to schedule their visits elsewhere. And of course, uh, uh, Tanzel Kem, who is Matter Lad, is currently the only, at this time, currently the only senator in Bismol's political cabinet who ever accomplished anything of note. <laughs> <laughs> Excluding record, record feast, feats of feasting um, while off-world. That's, that, that's the thing about Bismol. They do seem to have a better uh, political... Oh, yeah. Uh, he was, at the time, considered the only viable presidential candidate uh, on Bismol. I just think it's interesting because this kind of set a lot of the groundwork for, for what we'd end up seeing um, of, of him in five years later. Just as yeah. far as Bismol being kind of a wacky planet. Mm-hmm. Um, then we would then move to Brawl. Um, which, of course, brought us Cosmic Boy and Magnetic Kid, both of the uh, of the Crin family. Uh, they, nah, they, have, they have a tough time economically on Brawl. And, um, but apparently the popularity of the sport of Magno Ball led to, uh, to, uh, an influx of, of, uh, tourism dollars to bolster their sagging economy. Mm-hmm. So, so that's Brawl. Karg. Three sons. Yeah, three sons apparently led to the peculiar genetic reaction of the human stock on that world. So they all have the ability to split themselves into three discrete and autonomous bodies, all all absolutely identical. It's said that only another Cargian can tell if an individual is a complete uh, triad or a single self. And of course, Interesting. from this world comes... Uh, Duo Damsel, the former triplicate girl, um, of course, who lost one of her bodies. Um, so they said that she's Damn a... Damn you, Computo! You need <laughs> Osby. Uh, she said that she's an anomaly on Karg since the death of a singular self usually means the sympathetic de- death of the, of the rest of the triad. Mm. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, they say, you know, it is it is not known if this represents the next stage of Cargian evolution or if it was simply an isolated occurrence. Uh, She's just that tough. She is that tough, indeed. Indeed. So, um, Carg welcomes tourists, but visitors generally complain that the high background radiation and safety suits uh, issued to off-worlders are uncomfortable. I hate mm. I hate safety suits that pinch in their armpits. That's no good. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not good. Over to Kalu, home of Brainiac Five. It's a high tech wonderland of intellectual extra- extrapolation and experimentation. Top students uh, come here for their apprenticeship and independent study. Um, of course, lots of great achievements in technology and. Uh, um, and a recovery from the near end of their civilization nearly a thousand years ago when the Kaluans built giant robotic computers that would have taken over the planet had they not organized a revolution against them. 
<laughs> so that okay. happened a thousand years ago. Yep. Brainy, mm-hmm. Brainy's time. Yep. Yes. And he still hasn't learned enough not to build giant robots. Nope. nope. <laughs> giant robots are awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Giant robots He's are He's trying awesome. to figure yeah. it out. He's trying to perfect it. That's quite a moral dilemma, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Like, I know that giant robots always trash my shit, but God damn it, I just love them. See, awesome. Kalu doesn't have a problem with its economy. All the buildings keep getting trashed. They keep building them. <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> lots of jobs in construction. Lots of infrastructure. The, the Brawlians should go work for them. Yeah. Probably, magnetic powers probably would a work. whole thing, yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. We haven't thought this through. Uh, Daxum, one of the rim worlds of the uh, United Planets, populated by silent neighbors who don't often leave their home. Why everybody loves Daxum. <laughs> well, it looks a little nasty right now because this is after the whole dark side turned it into, you know, his face and they've been trying to fix it. So Exactly. So uh, originally revered throughout the galaxy as leading biogeneticists, uh, since the time during which their world was enslaved by Darkseid and reformed into his own image, Daxum's people have been feared by other UP worlds. However, Daxum won't spend much, if any, time on worlds containing large amounts of lead, which is poisonous to them. Of course, this is the homeworld of Largand or Monel, um, and much like all Daxumites, he gains superpowers under the radiation of a yellow sun, like our Star Soul. But unlike most Daxumites, he is unaffected by lead poisoning. Ah, uh, yes, Saturn Girl's Serum. Um, all his people would take advantage of the serum that gives him immunity, but its active ingredient is so rare as to be nearly non-existent. Hmm. All you have to do, Super though, Boy's is... Super Boy's blood, you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, non-exi- radioactive debris from the ancient planet Krypton, in other words, kryptonite. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that in all these those old stories where Superboy was hanging out with the Legion... Nobody ever shot him with like kryptonite rays and stuff. No, it happened all the time. Yeah, yeah. They so just used how, it all how up how in rare that is time. That? For- yeah, it ain't that rare. <laughs> I was gonna say, how rare could it be if everybody and his brother is using kryptonite beams yeah. on him? Well, they're all hoarding it and building like <laughs> building it into guns and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, Luthor can't most get a hold of it. So. It's natural form. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, it's all been refined and processed. Into lasers. Yeah. And hate tapes. Lasers. Oh, hate tapes for my giant robots. (laughs) Mm hmm. All right. uh, Dryad. Uh, This is, uh, seemed like an uninhabited world. There's an unfortunate typo for you. Dry ass. (laughs) Oh, my. Um, (laughs) All right. Yeah. That's that's the name most, uh, that's the name colonists first. I hate when that happens. (laughs) Oh. So the first colonists lived and worked there, oblivious to the long-lived patient race of sentient silicon rock creatures that were observing them. After mm-hmm. the creatures were finally convinced the, com- the colonists were benign, they revealed themselves to their neighbors. Uh, when, the dangers of, when the danger of Dryad's unstable core was discovered, the Legionnaires stepped in to help the UP evacuate as many of that world's inhabitants as possible. Um, and of course, Dryad is the home of, of Block. And while his home is gone, many of his people still live in dormancy and will revive when their trajectories bring them to rest on worlds capable of nurturing their silicon-based life. Until, unless they burn up in the atmosphere. Indeed. <laughs> that was um, one of, over Russia there, right? That was one of those guys, right? That's right, yeah. It mm-hmm. was Block. <laughs> um, it was Block's great-grandfather. Um, 
they uh, of course we would see them appear uh, we would see dryad appear in the in the 20th century at the time in legion and strata was one of the um <coughs> was one of was from dryad and uh she um well generally tried to help, to keep uh vril docks in line um and I, was incredibly I, I, patient in, in she put up with them <laughs> yeah true Patience uh, of a rock, I guess. Yes. Uh, Durla. Of course, uh, this is where Chameleon Boy is from. Lots of shapeshifters. Um, and it's a world that crawled up from nothing after nuclear civil war uh, destroyed nearly all life on the planet. Hmm. No one knows what the Durlin's original form is because each tribe adopts a common identifying form. Uh, anyway, they survived those times uh, through a mutation that uh, developed into an ability to adapt to any new threat by changing their shape and structure in response. And uh, this, it's a directly inherited ability and allowed the Durlins to live on an otherwise uninhabitable world. Aww. Uh, very nomadic. And, uh, of course, we saw uh, when Chameleon Boy went back to get his powers back, um, how, how challenging that was. Yeah, kind of bloodthirsty, too. So Yeah. Um, Earth, never heard of it. They must have made it up. Whatever. Uh, but legionnaires that come from Earth, uh, Bouncing Boy, Feral Lad, um, well, both. It says the original Invisible Kid, but both, both Invisible Kids. Did they think Jacques was on an island somewhere? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because he's French. Yeah. Uh-huh, no, okay. no, Darren, That's, he wasn't. That gay. I believe. So. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, the original Invisible Kid, Sun Boy. And Wildfire, of course. Superboy spent some time on Earth. Um, Left out Karate Kid, sir. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, There's Karate Kid uh, and Tyrock, of course, although his island, a little unstable. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, uh, the second Invisible Kid, Jacques, came from Africa's Ivory Coast. And um, I see. Yeah, so lots and lots of Legion. All the folks on that first list were just ones from Metropolis. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So it's, yeah, Bouncing Boy, Feral Lad, Invisible Kid, Sunboy, and Wildfire, all from Metropolis. And of course, Superboy lived in Metropolis for quite some time. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Hycraeus. Uh, w- it was a world that was discovered by the Gildish Pan. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a world with a methane ocean. So it made it difficult for uh, for most humans to uh, to, well, be there <laughs> be there yeah. yeah um so the planet is surrounded by what the inhabitants call great mother ocean which is a big soup of water methane and other elements uh common to atmospheres of kinder worlds the hycraeans are all lizard or fish creatures so they don't have big ass clumpy feet no they don't <laughs> and um <clears throat> evolution yes. is a thing but it doesn't work that quickly yeah exactly so. Um, uh, all similar to Talus, and they swing along the ocean's tides. And because of its remote location and uninviting atmosphere, it wasn't visited frequently by the UP worlds. In fact, the Legionnaires were among the first foreigners to see the world other than the Gildish Pan. Um, most of them be- be- prefer the comfort and mobility of their home world rather than the discomfort of exploration. However, Talus would be an exception to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's the Little Mermaid. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, next up is Imsk, uh, the planet Imsk. of tiny people. All inhabitants of, of Imsk are able to compress their mass and shrink to microscopic size. Several buildings are built on a tiny scale, so only natives have easy access to them. Many fine resorts and vacation spots are conduct- constructed this way also. Mm. Um, since artificial environments could be created more cost-effectively at a lesser size. <laughs> mm-hmm. Legend mm-hmm. has it that the planet itself shrinks periodically, but this is unsubstantiated speculation. <laughs> Imisk, where you have to watch where you step. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's because they have um, annual hunts of the space dragons that flock in the nearby regions of space. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Space dragon! So, don't want to mess with that. Over on Naltor, a matriarchal world of seers where everyone gets brief glimpses of the future. Um, the world's government and economy are structured around the common awareness of upcoming events. <laughs> Um, and while scientific conjecture abounds, actual experimentation is rare because the results of the experimentation have already been observed. <laughs> um, I guess we don't need to do that work. Well, then, but their their visions always come true. Um, always. Always. Never not. Um, and when you land on Naltor, they explain that they all have these powers, so it's okay. Totally, yeah. Exactly. They don't, yeah. Want, they don't want to surprise you or nothing. <laughs> yeah, so... Of course, overseen by the High Seer, who is the ultimate authority on Naltor and the symbol of their belief, and uh, who generally names uh, his or her own successor. So wait, how does that work, do you think? If they, they're doing scientific experiments and they foresee that it's not going to work, so they just don't finish the experiment, well then how, does, how do they see it if they don't actually do it? That's the trick, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so it's like, oh, well, we see that it all worked out. So now we don't have to do the work. We just know it works well, But now. you do because it needs to get there. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. think they could get that published in any journals around here. <laughs> it's like you do this, 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 and then stuff happens in the middle and boom. That's yeah. how it goes. It works. I know it works. I it saw works. it work. Trust us. <laughs> it just works. Um, Orando. Uh, home of former legionnaire Princess Projectra, a.k.a., you know. Um, <laughs> it is a medieval world of mystics and magic that uh, is now, in the, uh, at this point, was on the other side of a dimensional barrier and so no longer available to tourists. Um, yeah. So, of course, we saw lots, we spent lots of time on Orando uh, back in the Eye for an Eye story in the Baxter run. Flan. I'm hungry for some Mexican dessert. <laughs> uh, this, this was a relatively new, a relatively new colony world, uh, a valuable source of raw minerals and a safe place to synthesize chemical compounds too dangerous to transport as raw ores. Uh, citizens of Flan um, lived in these pressure domes while they worked with these ores, and. Um, and so when you get uh, you look at of course chemical king was the uh, was the one born there and his catalytic power over chemical reactions was deemed an overwhelming hazard for the other colonists so he was shipped to earth for testing and training yep um so and of course there is a memorial plaque to his uh, dedicated to him uh, at the entrance of what was once his parents home well that's nice 
Then there's yeah, he wound up he wound up at the Charles Xavier School for Mutants and got trained and yeah exactly. Thanks for preventing World War Seven. Here's your plaque. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, then there was uh, Rimbor. Ah, uh, yes, a little um, considered by many to be a colony war- world, even though it's been granted official UP status. Uh, lots of miners. Uh, it's got a rough reputation. It's, it's a the rough neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a world where nearly everything can be procured through uh, through black market uh, transactions. It is of course the home of Ultra Boy, um, who lived in one of the betty, better areas of this of the uh, of the city before traveling off world. Also, and... before finding out he lived on Rimbor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took him a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The Rimbor schools, not so great. Um, and of course, Public education is underfunded. Yeah, lots of crime. Um, and of course, we would see later with lots of, you know, the whole bootlegging of Silver Ray, all that kind of thing. Um, anyway, yeah, it's a it's a rough it's a rough neighborhood. Uh, Star Haven was a, a basically a colony um, that was hippies. Yeah, essentially. Space hippies. <laughs> Not hippies, American Indians, sir. Don't be racist, Darren. Yeah. I'm they, not. Read the entry. They can be hippies. Yeah. He's a racist. <laughs> American Indians can be hippies too, Darren. I'm just saying. Yeah. But not all hippies are American Indians. There's I a Venn diagram that. for that, sir. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Uh, anyway. Um, so... So you hate hippies? Yeah. The Venn diagram for that is a circle that's just one circle all by itself. And it says it's labeled things Darren hates. Ooh, that's a, that's a big circle. It really is. All right. We'll call um, it the dark circle. Hey, now. Um, yeah, so one of the most beautiful and unspoiled uh, of the Milky Way core planets. Yeah, pretty place. Um they uh, all follow customs passed down from the way of life among various populations of original dwellers on the Earth continent now covered by the greater metropolis spread. Everything uh, is metropolis Damn now. that metropolis. Mm-hmm. We call it maze. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Dawnstar's tracking powers are not common to the other residents of Starhaven. The flying around and stuff and being a hippie is, but the yes. tracking is not. Okay. Exactly. Uh, Talok 8... With sand-swept cities dotting empty open plains broken only by mountain ridges, Talakade is nonetheless impressive in its grand bleakness. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the compliment. Yeah, warring mountain tribes left their homes in the mountains to build new homes in the desert. Fortresses ringed by walls to keep out constant waves of sand. Uh, Its barrenness in remote locations made it ideal for takeover by the young Fatal Five. They terrorized the and enslaved. Five. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard them little, referred to as yeah. the young fatal five. L- little young little fatal, fatal five. Oh, oh they're so cute. Little baby Therak. They're, they're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah Talok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, um, of course, um, Shadow last managed to get a message to Legionnaires, like you do. Yeah. And managed to help them defeat the Fatal Five, and that, that brought her in. So the governments of the tribal people are currently restructuring, while the UP follows its policy of non-intervention with previously established civilizations. Ah, uh, yeah. Fascists. So they, well, it's, it's, they go in there, they quote-unquote save everybody, and then 
oh no, it's none of our business. You guys just carry on. Yeah. That sounds awful familiar. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. very Star Trek-y. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wasn't thinking Star Trek-y. No. Oh. No, exactly. <laughs> Are you thinking American? Because it's American. Possibly. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, then there's Teal. Not so much a world as a dimension. It's a micro-dimension accessible only through a black hole. Um <laughs> There, all of the inhabitants are remote forms of a group mind. They live and interact as energy forms in a world where everything is sculpted out of pure energy. Quizlet was, of course, one of these uh, energy forms, and um, he had free will and no desire to merge with the central mind, which, you know, basically... He's a rebel! Yeah, and um, so off he went in his little tiny spaceship and, um, and off to join the Legion. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, the rest of them not really interested in in leaving. So he's not a team player. He doesn't no. want to join the group mind, but he'll join another team. Yeah, no exactly. Problem. Son of a um, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then there's the planet Thar, which is damn hot. It's hot. Damn hot. Yeah, it's like Thar hot. Yeah. And um, how hot so- is it? <laughs> so hot you can fry eggs on the sidewalk, baby. That's yeah. how hot it is. Um, so um, lot, but lots of mineral uh, deposits apparently. Um, so people stuck around there, and what happened was they ended up um, basically, you know, getting the power to uh, to make things colder. Um, but they did all kinds of other stuff in the colonization. They had a two step plan first underground dwelling with massive cooling towers, chilling and circulating outside air, and then they mutagenically altered the willing colonists to allow them to project a field of intense cold. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. So most of the buildings were completely underground to take advantage of the fact that they have a ge- geologically inert cold core. Um, on Thar, hell is up and heaven is down. <laughs> After mm-hmm. its recent... And so at the time, it had been victimized by Starfinger... And finger. <laughs> so um, having economic issues, perhaps they could get some construction gigs on Kalu. Ah, Titan. She go boom. Well. Yeah, yeah. It's not a planet. No, it's not. But it's a <laughs> It's a moon. moon. Yeah. Like That's this one. No Wee. Yeah. Hey. So uh, thank um, God we're not do a podcast. <laughs> so it is the largest of Saturn's moons, and there's a, there's actually a lot of them. I was going over, I was we were doing a little solar system thing, the kid and I, and uh, and yeah. uh, we were looking at how when you get into the later planets, just how many moons there are. It's crazy. Yeah, um, there's at least two. <laughs> yes, yes. There's lots, lots. Um, anyway, so they've all got um, basically all kinds of mental powers, from illusion to telepathy. Mm-hmm with varying levels of ability and types of powers that follow no traceable sequences of genetic transference. Yes. Basically, you inherit your powers from mommy and daddy. Exactly. Anyway, it was a moon. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, sort of uh, sorted little bits of, of dust and rock now. Um, yes. Space debris. Speaking of dead worlds, Trom. Oh. 
Yes. Um, considered dangerously radiation heavy, except for one broad valley, which remained relatively radiation free. Uh, the colonists who settled there were changed by the ambient radiation over a period of time, and so they became able to change the elemental structure of anything they wished. Um, so they viewed this as a, a this power as a gift from a higher source and used it to create buildings and works of art in honor of Trom. And uh, of course, uh, so they were all kind of you know, hey, we don't you know we don't use this ability for monetary gain, and they kept it a secret from offworlders. Well, then Roxas, who was a pirate, are um, he heard of it Arr. and went there to get them to use the power to his own ends, but they refused to cooperate, <laughs> and of course, he had them killed. And the only survivor was Alamon Lad. Because he was the only one off-planet at the time. Exactly. Right. He went off-planet to use his powers for monetary gain, mm-hmm. and then everybody else got killed, and he was all, like, felt really butthurt about it, so then he turned real spiritual. I don't think Alamon Lad's butt has hurt in quite some time. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> he strikes Long me as a nice spell. So. <laughs> Winneth. I thought it was Winneth. Wineth. Wineth. <laughs> I sure hope there are some lightning beasts somewhere. Oh, there are. There are. There are. But they're yes, not um, on Wineth, though. No, they're I not. know they're that. What the what? But many people confuse Wineth with Corbal. Yeah. <laughs> Can I go back for a second to Trom? Yeah. That last set. That last couple sentences blow me away. He's the only survivor of his planet. His race. So he inherited the rights to the world and its resources. He owns the whole planet. <laughs> yeah, who's going to fight him? Hey, hey, baby. Uh, I, I, he owns the whole we'll, planet. Welcome we'll back to my planet. <laughs> that's, I don't know. It just seems Isn't that kind of cool? It is kind of cool, but at the same time, you're like, well, you know what? All these times where the Legion has had real problems with money, they were all they're all cash strapped and whatnot. And they were selling ad space on their costumes and shit. And he's got a planet sitting at home. Well, just sitting there. But they said they won't use it for gain. Yeah, and it's, it's not. It's not like he has any income. Everyone's dead. It's a big gravestone. They should put Legion headquarters there. Then at least when bad guys come trash it, it's not going to hurt nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Too much logic tonight, Scott. I yeah. know. Me thinking about stuff. Oh, this, is what happens funny books. I, this is what happens when I've been sober all day. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. This, so, this is why I drink, not because of anything else. <laughs> uh, so, Winneth, uh, basically, largely agricultural world. Um, generally, people are born as twins. Um, when they aren't, it's weird. Um, and they it's also weird when they say one of them's a twin and they never follow up on it. Yeah, <laughs> My, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're ever gonna see that one followed up on, but he's not. Nope, he is, nope. but he's not. That's never Maybe. gonna happen, but who cares? <laughs> um, then we uh, can look at uh, Xanthu. It's a world where everyone looks to the stars because they're all Casey Kasem fans. Um, <laughs> so um, lots of astronomers, navigators, and uh, people who are involved in other star-related occupations. And of course, Starboy actually wasn't born there, though he is a citizen. Um, I will have to see his birth certificate on that. 
Um, <laughs> one, of, <laughs> one of Xanthu's claims to fame is Xanthuport, the premier research center of the old colony worlds, where the galaxy's finest navigators, pilots, and space medicine experts are headquartered. Mm. And they also generally have a planetary champion. And um, Oh, yeah, Atmos. So oh, yeah. When, when he was taken away by... When Atmos was taken away by Universal... Um, and decided to remain on Earth after his release, the uh, the Tribune on Xanthu ordered that Starboy uh, stay there and take his place. Yep. And they have a pretty good baseball team. That's right. Yeah. That's right, indeed. Um, then we have... Sorry. There we go. We have Xerox, the Sorcerer's World. Uh, it's just a copy of some other world. What's that? It's just a copy of some other world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just basically uh, the, uh, the, sor- the, the, the sorcerers teach other people how to be sorcerers, and uh, sometimes it goes well, other times not so much. It's like the Hogwarts of space. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And then finally, Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> um, it's a happy uh, place. It orbits within a highly unstable tristellar system, and apparently they didn't get the power to split into three. Um, <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's basically a toxic mess, and um, um, but they have this element zunium, one of the rarest minerals in the galaxy. An obtainium. Mm-hmm. An obtainium, exactly. <laughs> it's interesting uh, that zunium is spelt with two U's, yet the planet is spelt with two, two O's. O's. Mm-hmm. It's just a coincidence. Oh, it's found there. It's it wasn't named after it. Heard anything? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. My, my bad. <laughs> Stupid logic. It's, it's like it's like saying, "Hmm, interesting that people on Earth have ears." <laughs> That's mm-hmm. got the first three letters. <laughs> um. So yes, Doctor Marlando, who was uh, the father of Timberwolf, um. Uh, introduced uh, his people to the science of sophisticated android technology, but he took most of those secrets to his grave. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So, all right, so that is the planet, so someone can take over on characters here. Woohoo! Yeah. Ooh, look, Tide's Elephant. Who's doing that? Hmm? All right. Who's taking over on characters? I will do it. Then you yes. guys chime in when you know some shit about them that I don't okay, know. Okay, okay. I would do it, but I've got a uh, chocolate covered caramel ball in my mouth. <laughs> mm. So like first up, we have the Legion of Super Villains, drawn Woo-hoo! by Ty Templeton, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's not much to say with these guys. They team up to beat the Legion of Superheroes and fail most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they, 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 took out, they took out some guy. They did? Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah, no one likes him. Eh, shit, Jim. <laughs> hey, look, there's Ron Carr. And they have a scarecrow, which is pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> they need a tin man, though. Well, they got that silver chick. I guess that counts. Mm-hmm. Huh? So anyway, yeah, I don't know. You guys know about the Legion of Supervillains, right? Whatever. It's all good. Yeah, they're trouble. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got it is quite a collection. It includes uh, what Tarek the Mute here. We got Silver 
along the bottom, Darren. You want to take us through them? Oh, I'll mute. take you through it. Yeah. It's hilarious. Hold on. His superpower is being mute. <laughs> <laughs> if I get laryngitis, I can join the Legion of Supervillains? Yeah. <laughs> Only if you have his hair. Nice. Oh. Both of them? Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, All right. So the, the uh, bottom row there, Silver Slasher on the left, and Tarek the Mute, Ron Carr, Esper Lass. Oh. Uh, Nemesis Kid, Terex, or Terrace, I think. Ter- uh, Terax, yeah. Or wait. Terax, thank you. Yes. Chameleon Chief, Tear, Magnolad, uh, <laughs> Spider Girl, Radiation Roy, and Hunter. And then kind of flying over those characters is... Titania on the left, Cosmic Kings, Amir, Lightning Lord, Lazon, New Tracks, um, Micro Lad, Mist Master, Sun Emperor, <laughs> and Olvir. Yeah. Olvir? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the Monel. Yeah, he was the kid, kid who went crazy. Yeah, the kid from uh, the Great, Great Darkness. Ah, I see. So, what, what is Tarek, Tarek the Mute's deal? Like Tarek the Mute was the one who first organized the second group of the Legion of Supervillains. Oh, okay. Because there's the first group, which was Saturn, Queen, Cosmic King, and Lightning Lord. Right. Ah, but, but... They were technically a later group. They were technically yeah. a later version. They're yeah. just the first that we ever saw in Absolutely, print. yeah. Yeah, so, so, the, but, but, so essentially Tarek formed the... Legion, the Legion of Supervillains. Because so of those who yep. can do, those who can't start the Legion of Supervillains? Pretty much. Okay. Lame. There you go. <laughs> All right. Next up, one of the Legion of Super Dudes, Supervillain Dudes, is Cosmic King. Yep. Who's this? Is that Kyle Baker? Kyle Baker. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep. Good job, Scott. He looks pretty buff. Oh, he, yeah. He, he's yeah. really he's a whoop wholesale <laughs> ass, man. <laughs> he looks really buff here. Buffer than he's ever been before. <laughs> uh, so he was working as an alchemist on Venus. Like you do. Uh, 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 he he said Venus. Lavar Bolto is his real name. 511, 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. Marital that dude in that picture right there weighs more than 200 pounds. I'm <laughs> yeah, seriously. No way. He's he's only like 5'4". He's well, <laughs> Puck from Alpha Flight. Okay. That's yeah. right. Anyway, uh, he was hoping to per- perfect a ray that would transmute any object's atomic structure. His planet was <laughs> undergoing a severe housing shortage. So they, he wanted to build houses just out of the planet's structure. So it seems like he, he had good ideas, you know? Yeah. But uh, one transmutation resulted in the release of a hallucinogenic chemical that caused him to stumble into the ray. But when he woke up, of course, he had super transmuting powers. Mm-hmm. Like you do. Yep. So he's basically got Element Lad's powers, but he's evil. But of course, they're beams from his eyes, which is kind of a nod to the, uh, or the original version of Cosmic Boy who had mm-hmm. stagnetic eyes. Yep. So this is interesting. It seems boobies. So he's he's got these transmutation powers, and he goes to the high council and says, "Hey, look, I got transmutation powers. Ch- 
check out, we, we can, we can fix our housing shortage. And they're like, no, get off our planet. <laughs> <laughs> what? Get off our planet, bitch. So basically, this is just like a proto version of being rejected from Legion. Yeah. 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 Because someone was an asshole to him. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. For no reason. <laughs> people in the 30th century really should think before they lip off people with superpowers. It's all- <laughs> people in the 30th century are very, very sensitive. So, you know. so yeah, so he went to Earth and uh, decides to use his powers for crime since no one wants him to help them. He uh, gets recruited into the Legion of Supervillains, blah, 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 blah. Ooh, in the past, an adult criminal claiming to be Cosmic King battled the superheroes alongside Dynamo Boy, Saturn Queen, and an adult Lightning Lord. Mm-hmm. Whether it's truly who he claimed to be remains to be seen. Indeed. Mm. So he's like Element Lad, no apparent limitations to his powers, yada yada. Yep. Sometimes yada, yada. Awesome yada, yada. on his head. Sometimes. <laughs> Okay, so basically this whole thing is going to the individual members of the Legion of Supervillains. So yeah. I guess we didn't have that whole build before. But that's and they cool. actually list his first appearance as uh, Legion of Superheroes issue two. There you go. As opposed to... Uh, as opposed Super- to the... Superman the back 47. 47. Yeah. yeah, they're doing the chronological version of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fair enough. Okay. So, then we have Chameleon King. Which I assume he's uh, a dr- chameleon chief, sir. Chameleon it's- chief, yes. And they actually got this drawing wrong because chameleon chief does not typically have antenna. Yeah, nope. because he is not a Durlin. As far as we know, yes, we don't know what he is. So he's, he says he's not a Durlin, but his natural form and coloring suggest otherwise, especially when we draw him wrong. Well, he's a shape changer. <laughs> eh. Yeah. yeah. How can you tell what a shape put, changer's natural form is anyway? Yeah. It's the antennas on for pictures, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's a scroll. Oh. That'd be cool, eh? <laughs> That'd be really boss if that turned out to be the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Damn you, secret invasion. Damn you. <laughs> but he can change the shape of other things, too, according to this. I didn't know that. That's right. Yes. That's what makes him different from other Durlins. So or. he joined the LSV and then they captured him into Tacron Galtos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Esper Lass, Meta Ulnur of Titan. But unfortunately, she couldn't become a legionnaire because she had a bad temper and she was arrogant because of her hot, hot body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arrogant legionnaire, they could never allow that. No. <laughs> See wildfire. See wildfire. See wildfire. almost every legionnaire. <laughs> oh dear. So they she joined the LSV to get revenge, yada yada. So basically she's like Saturn Girl, but not yep. quite it. Yeah. Either not as bitchy or not bitchy enough to displace Saturn Girl. I'm not exactly sure which one that is. You know, when you're going to fight the Ice Maiden, you got to bring it. Yeah. You got to bring so. her. Yeah. Uh, we have Hunter, Adam Orion. That is a boss name. Look at that guy. Adam Orion. Son of the yeah. late Otto Orion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Otto Orion, not so cool. Not so cool. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. Adam Orion, yeah. very cool. And then that, you see he, him. He, gets he could late. be working in uh, a certain valley in California, I think, with that name. 
Yeah, he would get laid 12 ways to Sunday if, in fact, he didn't choose to run around looking like Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> That's Cross true. between Pippi That's Longstocking true. and Craven the Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Kind of the combo package there. His yeah. dad tried to take out the Legion and failed and got killed doing it. Mm-hmm. So he vowed to hunt down and kill all the players, starting with Bouncing Boy. Because, you know, you, you work your way up, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matter your lad was busy, so... But Bouncing Boy beat him anyway. Mm-hmm. So there you go. He went to Takrangaltos. His hatred festered like it does in Takrangaltos. Yeah. But all the raping. And <laughs> broke out during the mass breakout and joined the LSV. I just don't know where you get zebra pattern boots as a guy. I just don't it's know custom. how that happens. You're clearly shopping at the wrong stores, Darren. I know. I need to go to Pimp R Us or something. <laughs> exactly. Anybody knew you would, but ah. I don't know. Next up, we have Lightning Lord. Drawn by yeah. Mike Mignola. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was looking at him like, I know that guy. Yeah, it just looks weird because I I, I don't know if he inked himself on this, but. Uh, oh, I think he did. This I mean, er, yeah. early on, his early DC stuff. Yeah. You could you can tell it. You can still tell it's him, but it was still more uh, not mm. as stylized yet. A- exactly. Yeah. I think that that didn't come until uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, this is like Cosmic yeah. Odyssey. Mm, yes. All right. Anyway, so yeah. yeah, you know his story. He's uh, Lightning Glass and uh, Lightning Lad's brother, who apparently doesn't have a twin, or does he? Maybe. Mm, maybe not. No. No, he doesn't. Sorry. Maybe not. Yeah. Three. Oh, okay. maybe. Totally. <laughs> For totally. sure. For sure. Feed it a lot and goes to Takrangaltos. <laughs> He's on oh, Labyrinth. So Labyrinth is like the successor to Takrangaltos, or is it just yes. like a... Labyrinth is the new Takrangaltos. Yes. After the breakout. It's just... They just broke out of it and just left it there? I, I think there might be some lower level... Uh, Criminals there, but I think anything that's high security goes to Labyrinth now. Labyrinth is like Oz. Yeah. Without the gay sex. With uh, more. Yeah, I was going to say, without? Are you sure? <laughs> gay Look at those boots, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all supposed to be in suspended animation, and I don't know about you, but I like my uh, my targets to be, have a little more life in them. So. Well, clearly you've never done prison gang rape then. Clearly, I have not. You're correct. Anyhow, let's, let's I like them squirming and crying, okay? Chance of getting shivved by someone in suspended animation. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Speaking of prison rape, here's Magno Lad. <laughs> <coughs> Look at that outfit. <laughs> Who wears short shorts? Magno Lad. He does. Yeah. And one of those little flappy dealies over his genitals. Mm-hmm. The easy access panel, the peekaboo curtain, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you do. Like you do. He's <laughs> ready for Dragon Con. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Full on shirt, but you know we're not we're not going to show anything, you know, right. upstairs. You but you can't see my abs because they're ridiculous. But look at this. But look at this, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Probably has one of those fake elephant g strings under there, you know. So he was a, a Magnoball champion. Yeah. For yep. years. 
I think everybody was on Brawl. Yeah. And then hired, undefeated. So then he went to went to join Legion because he figured, well, I'm undefeated. I'm an undefeated Magnaball champion. How could they not pick me up? And he was rejected. <laughs> so he joined the LSV. That's the way they do it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of sad. He wasn't really a bad guy. He just was really disappointed by not being in the Legion and took another offer. I didn't and get in the team. Team. I'm going to be evil now. Yeah, well, I think he's kind of evil now. You know, like Tim Tebow. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. What? laughs> like, oh, man, I, I, just, I just wanted to be part of a team. And then now these guys are evil. Oh, this sucks. <gasps> I get my endorsement contracts back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. East box. Want y'all to all take a drink because I just used a sports reference. Thank you. Oh, exactly. And take two drinks because I didn't understand it. Wow. Uh, so that's a given. <laughs> it's true. Damn it. Uh, we have Micro Lad, who looks like a putz. <laughs> yeah, he is a putz. Anyway. Looks like a putz. His name is Lalo Muldroon. Wow. Um, well, I guess he wanted to be Shrinking Violet, but couldn't fit into the dress. <laughs> uh... uh Join the Legion of Super Rejects. That was too not good enough. He was like, Super Rejects, eh, maybe that's pushing it a bit. Let's bump it up to Legion of Super Villains at least. Get a little bit of a uh, little bit of credentials. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work because he's. It working. didn't work. No. Okie dokie. The ladies call him Micro Lab. Hey now. Uh. And next we have a douchebag. Name <laughs> this kid. Poor it's Churl. Poor, poor Churl. No one feels bad for him because he was douche. Yeah. That is Giffen, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like we're, in, we're in transition. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. got sort of a weird... Uh, I like his hair swoop. It's nice. The hair swoop? Yeah. It's really nice. <laughs> he, he's uh, swooped hair there. little fair hair at the, on the sides. <laughs> yeah, it's bouncing and behaving. So yeah, he uh, became a mercenary. His unbeatability factor fell in with the coons, like you do. Yeah, like and you do. They placed him in the legion. Tried to frame Karate Kid, but then that didn't work. So he eventually killed him instead, and then he got killed by Projectra because mm-hmm. he don't take none of that. Projector does not play. It's true. And we cut to some guys who are not important enough to get full pages. <laughs> but they do have decent art. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, these so are all, all these are more ties, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> uh Alvir of Daxem. He uh that's the crazy Daxamite who showed up during. Uh, he looks a lot older here. <laughs> yeah, he, he he looks a lot older here. He was um, like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, he was one of those Daxamites that Darkseid sent out into the universe to cause mayhem, and he wound up uh, fighting Chameleon during Boy and then Validus. Yeah. So. And then he was living in the sewers, picking pockets for a while. Or is that someone else? 
Um, I don't know. Give Oliver. I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> Boy for uh, sale. Uh, I'd like some more, please. <laughs> no. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you tell me I can't have more, mister. You got the LSV. I do what I want. Fight. <laughs> Darkseid used him as a pawn in his own war against Saturn Girl and Lightning Lad. He led Validus to Metropolis to battle the Legion, but failed to destroy the heroes and was reduced to dust by Darkseid. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. See much of him anymore. Yeah. I, although I guess New 52, there could be a brand new Olivier. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, yeah. what? I don't know that that's a well they need to go back down. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Radiation Roy. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's Before he got his really intimidating outfit from the uh, the Jeff Johns story. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow, look at this thing. This, this is one of, like, uh, if he took Luthor's outfit and chlorophyll smashed them together and then... <laughs> <laughs> you'd get something like this guy. And you know what? If you're going to be a supervillain, Maybe you don't want to use your real name. Probably makes it a little easier for them to track you down once the CSI Legion shows up and says, well, his name was Radiation Roy. Aha. Got you now. Boy. Roy Travich. Travich? Well, I think poor Roy. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of problems. Yeah, apparently, he's you know not very popular with the ladies because, you know, afterlife and all that rot. Oh, I see. So he is changed by mm-hmm. abnormality passed down from his Russian ancestors. Hmm, Ooh. Right? Chernobyl action. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. jeez. Uh, so he has must periodically expel some of his excess energy in the form of radioactive paral- paralysis. <laughs> or it, or it oh. hurts him. Nice. His power is too dangerous to accept in Legion, of course, so they kicked him out. So he did what most people who get re- rejected by the Legion do and joined well, we find out later that Saturn Girl also scanned him and discovered he was a bit of a disturbing fellow. So you know that's all just retcon action for trying to make the Legion look like they just weren't a bunch of dicks. I know, but still. So he's in custody in Labyrinth because, well, that's what happens when you get beat up by the Legion. Mm-hmm. That's true. Very, very true. Then we have everyone's hero, Ron Carr. I love Ron Carr. Totally love Ron Carr. He's, yeah, Ron Carr is awesome. He is awesome. He applied for Legion membership, of course. Of course. Ability to become flat as a sheet of paper. Yeah. <laughs> and it was nearly useless. And he was rejected. I suppose that was retconned later to find out that no, he just, you know, <laughs> there was a reason they kicked him out other than the fact that he could just uh, become flat. I have a hard time believing that Ron Carr could exist in this legion of supervillains right now the way they are. I think he'd be torn to shreds by somebody. Probably. Yeah. They would have to do a major upgrade to his power set. I think that's the thing. They had who was that guy that used to fight Hawk Shadow Thief? Yeah, Shadow yeah. Thief. Shadow Thief. A boner for a long time and then they did a couple really good things where they used his powers really well. Like that's all it takes. Somebody right mm-hmm. now. To make him, you know, do something. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> but he's not really a hardened criminal. He mo- nope. he most joined the Legion of Supervillains to hang out with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He likes to brag about his adventures at Supervillain 
apparently. He usually be found hiding near the vicinity of the fight rather than participating in it. Very <laughs> true. Very, very true. He's like, yeah, you guys go fight, and then I'll, uh, we'll go back and run out was. And then we've got uh, Saturn Queen looking rather... Yeah, looking dude. really Madonna-esque there in a way. <laughs> Just a little. Getting, getting a little. I don't think I've ever seen her in this outfit beyond this panel here, so... Yeah. I think that's Karate Kid's bathrobe. He wasn't using it. <laughs> hey! Could be. It's probably true. <laughs> uh, so basically her deal is she turns evil when she's off Titan. For some reason, being on Titan keeps her balanced, but once she leaves Titan, she becomes this evil telepath, so... So apparently that's a myth about Saturn, about the people from Titan. She just happens yeah. to be that sort of exemplifies them. That's, that's her story. She's she sticking, sticking to, to it, it. So For sure, right? Why wouldn't you? It's not my fault. It's Titan. Exactly. Am you. <laughs> now, why does it say that? Oh, okay. So it's because it says her name and homeworld are unknown. Yeah. She she's claimed? claiming she's from Titan. So she's part of that whole adult future legion supervillain story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, she make- didn't appear with the LSV in an eye for an eye. They had Esper Lass as their telepath. So you get Saturn Queen in those old adventure comic stories where the three, you know, analog villains are fighting our three founders. So. Right, right, right. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. She does more stuff after this. Uh, after this, who's who was completed. She yeah guest stars in some Superman stories and things like that. So her current whereabouts are unknown. Well, I guess they're kind of known now. <laughs> She's hanging out with D Day. Yeah. <laughs> nice. She's masquerading as Lana Lang somewhere. Who knows? Ah, uh, Spider Girl. Spider Girl. That's spider what? girl, spider girl. Oh no, she's like Medusa, right? Yeah, yeah. she's Medusa. Power is from inner. Is the hair power? And a hot sweet suit power. My power is in hot sweet suit. Look at my hot sweet suit. So yeah, she's. I don't know. She just does stuff with her hair, right? She's from mm-hmm. her. Tried out for the Legion. Well, she uh, was rejected from the Legion. Shocker. Again. Yeah, her hair is apparently its own. It has its own life. doesn't like to have the split ends dealt with, apparently. Could you imagine her with a perm? <laughs> the most evil perm. Ever. Mm-mm-mm. Like Nigel. Oh, he, yeah. He's so mean. <laughs> he was sent to a juvenile reform center after he attacked and killed a small alien he had mistaken for a dog. Aww. <laughs> 
He thought it was so dog. it would have been okay if he killed the dog. It was actually a dog, sure. <laughs> but since it was an alien that looked like a dog. Well, now we know what happened to Nort. So. Aw, <laughs> oh, poor Nort. Too soon. <laughs> Whatever. So he said, gets sent to reform school. <laughs> Too young for trial, but he meets Reese Tyler, a biochemist. They fall in love and make. Uh oh, that won't be that won't end well. No. Since he's a juvie, come on. <laughs> See, uh, highly legal biogenetics, like you do when you're in love. Yep. And uh, turns him into a flaming dude. <laughs> it happens yeah. sometimes. Unfortunately, the process affected Douglas's mind. And he made him a little psycho. Has philomania over his awesome, awesome. Renaming himself the Sun Emperor, he immediately <laughs> caused her death by immolation. Uh, thanks for the powers. <laughs> uh, he joins the LSV as its new leader after Tarek the Mute gets imprisoned. He's currently being held on Labyrinth. Who is that dude that's always on the romance novel covers? Fabio? Uh, yeah. Fabio. Yeah. He's got the hair. Totally. Oh, yeah. He's like, they were like, no, no, the flaming hair's too much. Give him Fabio. <laughs> Give him the Fabio. If Ronnie Raymond can pull off flaming hair, why can't I? Exactly. It seems like him and uh, Spider Girl would always be uh, fighting over mirror time. Uh, Legion. Mm, that's quite possible. That's why they never got anything done. How does he get hair to do that without hairspray? Mm-hmm. hairspray? Well, that's probably the problem. That's why he's always in flames because he always uses the hairspray and it ignites. Yes. At all, it's just too much hairspray on his 80s do. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta let it so glow. We're going to get to the bottom of Tarek now. His name is, Tarek isn't even his first name. His, that's his last name. His first name. Yes, Tarek's his last name. On the crossfire of a science police shootout, Tarek's larynx was destroyed by a stray blast. Through a UP grant, he was very receive and interpret Tarek's thoughts as words as well as services personal bodyguard. Services what? So this is personal bodyguard. Oh. Yeah, we, you keep sort of popping in and out, what? Scott. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So am I to take it that he was a an innocent bystander in this UP shootout? Not sure, but may have been at the time. Yeah. Since he lost his uh, vocal cords and yeah. such, he I think we're led to believe that. Yeah, he might have had a problem. So the the UP, and then they they injure him during the course of apprehending him, and then suddenly they're like, "Oh, we're sorry. Here, have <laughs> here. We'll have give you this. Have have C three PO. Yeah. So 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 then they give him the uh, the special necklace and the robot, and he gets pissed off at them and decides. <laughs> The special necklace. Listen to you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. What is it? Is it <laughs> something? Else? Should I call it a collar? Is that better? Eh, 
better for me. <laughs> so he decides to train a legion of supervillains to take on the UP's lapdogs, the legion of superheroes. Oh, he turns Colossal Boy's parents into glass statues and threatens yes. to shut Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Training manuals. Oh, wow. Did he do that? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Colossal Boy. What a guy. Uh-huh. Gets captured, but gets pardoned after a ter- after a, they find out he has a terminal heart condition. <laughs> and uh, I guess eyes pre-programmed his android before his death to engineer and attempt. <laughs> Boy's mother. Wow, that guy holds a grudge something fierce. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. Of course, don't worry, the Legion foiled that attempt as well. Hmm. Indeed. He really is just like an angry old man. Yep. A, Get yes. off my Legion. Yeah. Yeah. Off the lawn. Oh. Who is that guy? Tear. Tear? Here is awesome. We go from a guy with the collar to the guy with the hand. So that's not a hand. That's a whole arm, man. Well, his gun hand it, it detaches. So no, he's got detachments. Just in case of emergencies, you understand. Yeah. The war- <laughs> live only to conquer and rule other worlds. Oh, war world like like uh, the other guy. Yeah, Tirath, yeah, like yeah. Mongol. It's sophisticated circuits, the, the gun hand, have a sentience of its own. So he can, like, shoot it, and then it comes back to Uh-huh. So he tried this to is true. himself. Didn't work. Tried it with the Legion of Supervillains. That didn't work neither. We mm-hmm. and prepared it for a mass assault. However, the controllers arranged to infiltrate Tiraz and permanently crippled its engines. The Legionnaires opted to leave Tyr on his homeworld. So it had engines, so it was like War World. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Vito. He's way more threatening looking than uh, that other guy, the yellow guy. And he had a, a superpowers toy. That's He was drawn by Jack Kirby once. And then we have, uh, what's his name, Samir? Yep. Uh, the Gil Dishpan. He's not like his countrymen or his work people, I guess. He doesn't <laughs> sit just in air breathers. He likes to hang out in bars and stuff. <clears throat> he has space cards, so he does like he's like their travel guy. He's kind of like Gates. Yeah, pretty much. Plus, he communicates telepathically, so he's also like their. Have actually, yeah. Sorry, Scott. You yes, keep, you keep kind of popping in and out. Hmm. So what you're doing just now? Do that. I don't know if it's just that the mic, the mic signal is, is uh, weakening or or what. I know. Perhaps it's whenever I look up to look at the. Uh, it <laughs> might be. It might be. Up under my brow. No, 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 no. Ah, uh, that's better. He joins up. The supervillains, they formulate a plan to transfer the planet Orando from its home dimension to one. Legions interfere like they do. (laughs) It's home, taking with them. 
only to return them to Earth when they prove too angry to keep under control. Then <laughs> aiding Universal's latest bid for conquest. He's helpful. He just likes to help bad, bad people. He's a jerk. Okay, so Legion of Supervillains, finally. Holy moly. That was yeah. Uh, Leland McCauley. Who is rich bastard. Yeah, rich. Look, he Donald looks Trump with an attitude, so and hair. Looks like he belongs in the WWE. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. circa 1987. <laughs> mm. And during the Archies, someone else was using his name. Yes. Mm-hmm. No spoilers. <sighs> Damn it! I don't have to read that. <laughs> so he's the estimated the richest man, still maintaining a primary residence. But he got knocked down to six. Uh, well, from the six. What? what? Scott, we can't hear you. Can't hear you, dude. God damn it! I'm not doing anything different. This is ridiculous. I don't know what it is, but mm. work this a little bit. How's that? Perfect. Okay. Ah, let's. See. So yeah, he lost a bunch of money. He blames R.J. Brand. He believes that it's uh, the Legion that's providing Brand's money for some reason. So he becomes insanely jealous and starts a vendetta against them. And even after the Legion saves his son from death at the hands of one of his former employees, he still keeps the grudge. Wow, that guy's a jerk. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he, that's Macaulay. He's a jerk. But no one can pin anything on him. He's also... T- and next we have Lightning Lad. Dun-dun-dun. We know I'm, him. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure about his powers. <laughs> I wish they would tell us. Or anything like that, but uh, I'm sure it has something to do with lightning. Perhaps beasts. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we all know his story. Fat Legion founder, blue eyes, all that stuff. He's a reserve. Is he, I guess he's not a reservist anymore, is he? They're, he he was at the time. I suppose so. Yeah, because <laughs> at the time the the founders had had moved on, and um, and that's when we had the whole Legionnaires three series, and um, and yeah, they were kind of staying out of things, and it was really just so that they could get you know some new blood in and that sort of thing, and to be able to duplicate powers as well. Time recognizes the unluckiest legionnaire because he went into a coma, short-term loss of an arm. <laughs> short-term loss of an arm? Any any loss of an arm that's short-term, I think, is pretty... <laughs> we we, we, we can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you. Um, well, yeah, it got better. It got better. Uh, yeah. Then he got kidnapped and subsequently Transformation by Darkseid of one of his sons into the Inhuman Validus. I guess that's pretty unlucky. I guess. Yeah, a little dark, a little bit of a dark cloud following him around. Next up, we have Light Glass. He also has lightning powers, except for which he didn't. <laughs> but now he does again. Who drew that? That would be, uh, let's see, Lightning Glass, uh, Greg LaRock. 
Craig's been talking. Yeah, with Bob Smith. He's got a pretty wild hair there. Yeah. Mm. That short, yep, you kind of deal. Uh, yeah, so, you know. Let's I li- what I like is where they list um, uh, the family, no, you know, the known relatives, and Validus, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> nephew. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, yeah, she was uh, stuck in whatever it is that happened to Lightning Lad to give him lightning powers. Happened to her, too. When he was apparently dead, she dressed up as him. Apparently, it was close enough looking that the Legionnaires didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> So then, when he came back, she was going to get kicked out of the Legion, except for Dream Girl secretly caused her powers to be changed to gravity canceling ones. Because she did that, I guess. So, really, Dream Girl could just get whatever she wanted. It seems that way. <laughs> it's, she it's certainly convenient. treated it that way. It's convenient. <laughs> I just like the last sentence of Lightning Lass's uh, entry. Ayla has resumed her career as a legionnaire and has become close friends with Shrinking Violet. Quote, unquote, close friends. Close friends. Confirmed bachelor. Eight mm-hmm. They were close. Mm. This is a page of winners right here. Yeah. Huh? Uh, loose Seth. Seth is actually his... Yeah. Well, he's the seventh in the line, right? So. Yeah. He's an artificial. Yeah. We keep losing you, Scott. I don't. Yeah. I got. No. Uh, got nothing here. What? Yep. Um. Yeah. So Luther Lucifer Seven showed up in the secrets of of the Legion. It, he was basically sort of a retcon of their of their earliest missions. Mm. Um, so, um, so yeah, yeah. Like I say, he, he, the, as I say, he showed up first in in Secrets of the Legion, and uh, so he was the bad guy. Has I don't, he been around since? I don't think he has. I, I think, think that. Has. I think it was that appearance, and that was pretty much it. Now they mention here. Um, um, yeah, so he destroyed the Ith, uh planetary system, and that actually got mentioned in one of those sort of tangential balloons in the uh, in the five year later as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it says he was captured and taken to Takangaltos, then transferred to Labyrinth, where he's still in custody. But uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if we ever saw him again. Yeah, I think that's just a convenient way to say, and you won't see him again. <laughs> exactly. Um, cause he's very much of his time, isn't he? <laughs> mm-hmm, pretty much. Then you have the luck lords underneath them and they're the, uh, the, these three creatures who keep showing up in Legion stories, usually to mess with lightning lad. Yeah. So it's, it's not that they are specifically villains that the Legion is aware of for the most part. They just watch. They're basically a framing device for some stories really. Yeah. And they're yeah. they're watching for when things will go badly, you know that kind of thing. So, yeah, but they do like to mess with him. That's for sure. They do like to mess with Lightning Lad. They I don't know what he did to piss them off, but he did he something. It. We're not sure. Yeah. How's sure. this? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's hope that this continues to work. All right. Different microphone. 
Cool. All right, so we did the Luck Lords, so now you can take back over with Magnetic Kid. One and two. <laughs> yes. One and two? Yeah. yeah. There's two of them. I only see one. Uh, look to the, look to the immediate left. Uh, yeah, he's he's looking single page though. I'm on the files. <laughs> I, I've got one page at a time here. Okay, so Magnetic Kid, I guess one is Zaxan of Murah. <laughs> it sounds way cooler than he actually looks. It really does. <laughs> he looks like Power Boy though. He's got he kind of does. Maybe they're from the same place. Orange hair. Where's Power Boy from? I think he might be the same planet. Hmm. So he took a pill developed on his home planet that would give him temporary superpowers that to attract and repel organic life forms. <laughs> Everyone on this page is drawn by Jim Valentino. And so he can attract and repel organic life forms, and they Ooh. call him Magnetic Kid. Ooh. Uh-huh. He's very handy in a club. <laughs> He's great wingman, sort of. Exactly. Wingman should have been his name. There you go. That would have made more sense than Magnetic Kid, for sure. Totally. But they walked into a Legion trap because they knew the Mirren spies <laughs> were spies and they just followed them to their home world and destroyed the machine that manufactured the superpower pills. <laughs> wow. That's so much for non-interference, eh? We're going to disrupt mm-hmm. your economy by destroying your machine that makes superpower pills. <laughs> See, and then there, then we have the other magnetic kid. Oh, it's El Hijo del Cosmic Boy. I get it. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they don't say Magnetic Kid too. They just call him Magnetic Kid as well. Yeah. Yeah. Magnetic Kid also. So yeah, he's basically an also ran. He's uh, he wants to be his big brother, but doesn't have the balls to wear the bustier. <laughs> he's not uh, old enough to get away with that in, in public yet. I think. Uh, maybe not. He's underage. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So then he he almost died, didn't he? He. Did eventually die. Yes. Oh, oh, he didn't almost do it. He totally did it. Yeah, oh, he totally did. Yes. He, he did. He did very well at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because their home got fireballed. Blah blah blah. Everybody, everybody except for Cosmic Boy was caught in the blast. He applies to Legion Academy, determined to do something to stop similar attacks. He constantly gets rejected from the Legion because Cosmic Boy's there and they can't duplicate powers. Except for when they can. Except for when they can. Mm-hmm. Or when Dream Girl sets for you. Yes. Uh, Cosmic Boy resigns from the team. And he says, well, hey, I'm Magnetic Kid. Let's do it. And he gets in there and then he gets killed. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. How, do much. Get, how does he get killed? Um, he had, he was the one who broke the spell around the sorcerer's world in order for them to get through to fight the archmage. Is this magic war stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It was magic wars. We haven't read that yet. So I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. The most, the most you would have heard about it was, would, would have been some references to it at the beginning of the five year later, but not having the context, you know, that wouldn't mean much. They were just like, oh boy, those magic wars. They were ball breakers, weren't they? Yeah, they, <laughs> they totally were. They were ball breakers, it's true. All right. 
So yeah, he had magnetic powers, <laughs> like Cosmic Boy, and may possibly even better after he did all that training. Mm-hmm. But there you go. It still didn't stop him from getting killed. And that's your lesson, kids. No matter how good your superpowers are, sometimes you get killed. Mm-hmm. That's true, too. Next, we have Magpie. This doesn't look like the chick that fought Batman. <laughs> not even this, a little bit. <laughs> not even a little bit. What is this guy? Merg. He, he is a thief who uh, invaded Legion headquarters to steal some stuff, and it gave them an excuse to show the plans for the new Computo built Legion yeah. headquarters. Yep. Ah, I see. It was a Deus Ex Machina. So there you go. <laughs> Very cool. Known throughout the galaxy as its greatest thief, a title both he and Ben Perez lay, lay claim to. Though Ben Perez is currently in jail, so... <laughs> there you go. We did never see him again. We were wondering about that the other week. Yep. <laughs> there you go. It is unknown at this time whether Magpie is aware that this mysterious figure was in fact Universo. Ooh. So Universo got him to steal it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's kind of cool looking. It's kind of weird. Is that real? I wonder if that's his actual face or if he's just like wearing like a weird V for Vendetta kind of mask. That's his face. Mm -hmm. That's unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) And next up we have Mandala. Terry Walmoon of Takron. She was born on Takron Galtos. Yep. Wow. Can't be good. Yeah, her mother was serving a term sentence for embezzlement, and you go to Tacker and Galtos for that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You're in Tacker and Galtos for everything. You know, you're the time trapper, you're in Tacker and Galtos. You uh, <laughs> cheat on your taxes. <laughs> a, little late on the, yeah, a little late on the taxes. Tacker and Galtos. <laughs> Man, the UP is hardcore. Oh, yeah. And not only that, they let you keep your kid while you're in prison. <laughs> <laughs> How well, is that? They're heartless. <laughs> it's under the Prisoner's Rights Acts of 2933. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they feel it's okay if the ki- kid just mom lives in jail with mom. Jail. Yay. <laughs> so she, she lives in jail till she's 14. Then they, put, then they put her in private school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. So they don't know who the father is. He may have been a Titanian, given that she has powers of some mental sort. She can project a thought sphere that engulfs her target, causing hallucinatory distorting effects. Ooh, ah. She wanted to free herself of the stigma of being born in the prison world like you would. She applies to me. And she got accepted. She was currently a student. Whatever it's I don't. Doing it, it's doing it again, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's not the microphone because I I changed. Yeah. It must be the Skype. Stupid Skype. Skype's being stupid. Stupid Skype. Oh, Basically, well. Mandala is a Legion applicant who never got in. She's uh, studying at the Legion Academy when this was written. Yeah. And so she was part of the that little squad of uh, of folks that. Uh, Cosmic Boy put together. Hmm. As well, wasn't she? It's kind of oh. weird. Show up in Academy run 
the most recent one then. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's interesting. You're right. That's uh, that's someone they skipped over. When you consider oh, all the others that they included. Yeah. Hey, no kidding, eh? Even that dude, the little dude that eats shit all the time, he got in with that. <laughs> She's out. Yeah. That's technology. He's awesome. You? Not so much. Not so much. She was what? Because she was born in prison. Yeah, see? Follows her. She's going to have a heck of a background check. That's true. Too bad, so sad. Mm-hmm. She's like, What? <laughs> She's a Holovid reporter for Metropolis Tonight. Yep. Ah, uh, Morella Tao, yeah. Timberwolf's new girlfriend. Yay! And yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, that's yeah. Much. Timberwolf. Good job. She showed up again in Legion of Three Worlds. Very good. Good for her. Yeah. Who doesn't? Uh, Marco Chang. Ooh, he's on. Oh, he was a city councilman. Yeah. With a name like Marco Chang, you kind of think gang member of some sort. <laughs> Well, Matt. city councilman. <laughs> Is there that much of a difference? Yeah. <laughs> councilman wear ties. Oh, okay. I mean, and it really, if you He's look at it, turtleneck. you look at it, Ted, that, that's a gang member's head right there. That's not city. <laughs> He's being played by Danny Trejo. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> His name is Machete Chang. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know it, his costume does seem very similar to uh, Colossal Boys, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. He brought charges of murder against the Legion for the death of his son, who suffered from synapse syndrome. Oh. So he found a cure, the Titanian Psycho Beast, but <laughs> took. <laughs> Which is what some people called Saturn Girl early on. Hey, no. <laughs> it hurts because it's true. Uh, so, so, so the Legion took the Psycho Beast away from him and gave it the wildfire to cure him. Mm-hmm. They just they can just do stuff like that. Are you going to stop them? Yeah, sure. Why not? They're always the Legion, man. Those guys are jerks. Uh, yeah. Haven't we said that before? Once or twice. Yeah, I thought so. It turns out that they revealed that they were going to drive wildfire first so that he could use his energy to... They were always promising stuff like that with uh, with wildfire's energy anyway. That's right, yeah. Totally, he's not going to give you cancer. He can He can cure stuff, honest. Yeah. He's barely radioactive at all. Uh, we skip over to Marla Latham, Ultra Boy's biggest fan. <laughs> Seriously. Also known as Josh. <laughs> no. Now he's going to get mad at me because I didn't remember his last name. Uh, Latham, right? That's right. Marla Latham. He's... RJ Brand's executive assistant. Is there really much more that needs to be said about a guy that dresses like Ultra Boy and hangs yeah. out with 
Not particularly. I mean, he, yeah. So, so he's the one who showed up. He he kind of ended up being their mentor, sort of a. Uh, um, RJ would say, you know, get the kids costumes, and Marla's job was to get the kids costumes. Ah, uh, yes. Later, we would see where it was like, you know, if uh, if he if Brand wanted someone for the Legion, he would basically dispatch uh, Marla to go get them. So he's like their Mister Belvedere. <laughs> Yes, pretty much. Or like their Alfred, yeah. Yeah. Fine. Against Mr. Belvedere, geez. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Or Bob Uecker. Marta Allen, Colossal Boy's mom. She was president for a while. Yep. Hey, so we did get uh, Cosmic Boy's father's name. It's Wynn. Yeah, Wynn Allen. Where did that come from? Sorry, uh, Colossal Boy. Sorry. When he turned into a a giant. What? Yeah, we're losing you, Scott. Um, yeah. So basically, president. Um, and president mom Jewish. President mom. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. Yes. Um. And she did uh, end up um, uh, leaving politics and going back to teaching. Mm-hmm. Now, was this... that entirely her own decision? Interesting. <laughs> this is the Legion. I'm surprised she didn't have to go back to the kitchen and make sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> She's teaching people how to make sandwiches. Universo might have influenced her decision. So, Yeah, yeah. You have a matter eater, lad. He eats stuff. He's a senator. <laughs> yeah. Relax. It's cool. Uh, you know, not much to say about him. He's been, I like his personal combat training, somewhat modified for his peculiar type of attack, teeth first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we kind of got into how all the Bismolians got that power earlier. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I think I think he's, he's pretty much covered. He's, yeah, because he's, he's no different than any other Bismalian as far as that goes. Yeah. And and at the time he was actually played fairly generically in um it, you know, it wasn't until Giffen got his hands on him that he became interesting. Um interesting that he actually went to Legion tryouts twice. Yeah. He was rejected the first time and then they they accepted him on the second try. That's kind of weird. They thought he was going to eat the they thought he was going to eat the desk again. <laughs> is um, he the only one that's ever tried more than once that we no, know Bouncy of boy, a lot of them have oh really yeah. oh okay that's just the first i've ever heard of that so uh next up mentala so she's basically another person from saturn right from titan yep and uh she joins the legion of Super villains, or does no, she? she? No, that she was the last. The Fatal Five in an attempt to uh, win oh. her way into the Legion, and then when she, she betrayed right uh, Emerald Empress, she got killed for her trouble. So, yeah. important to note uh, for those who uh, may not remember our interview with Steve Lytle, um, she is actually based on his wife. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah. her look is her look is based on 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 Steve Lytle's wife. 
Um, her costume is based, of course, on that original Adventure Comics 247 uh, costume, the green, yellow, and black uh, costume that Sa- that Saturn Girl wore in that in that issue and that issue only. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of sad. She got tried to infiltrate the Fatal Five. I mean, Jesus Christ! If you're going to try to infiltrate somebody, you want to aim a little lower than that, maybe. <laughs> I mean, for one thing, there's only five of them. Yeah, so they're going to notice. They're going to notice. <laughs> Wait a second. Who's been eating my porridge? <laughs> <laughs> And then we have the mess. Yeah, Basically, do. this kid is Pigpen from Peanuts. Yeah, pretty much. He has a peculiar magnetic field, attracts all forms of particulate matter, meaning he's constantly surrounded by a small cloud of dust and dirt. Yeah. He can, I guess, move it around a bit, but he can't make it go away. He was politely rejected for Legion membership. Really? He gets an entry for that? Yeah, I have to wonder if his first name is a uh, takeoff of Sheldon Mayer, who was writing all those um, humor comics at the time. But I think so. That's hilarious. Well, because he had some involvement over... Um, wait, I always mix up Sheldon Mayer and who was the other guy? Sheldon Rodolf? Yeah, yeah, I always mix the uh, two of them. Oscar Mayer? Yeah. <laughs> Oscar Mayer. He looks kind. Of, he looks kind of like uh, Alfred. E. Oh, very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we go to Mohai Desai, Ooh, a wealthy merchant from Hyperbad. <laughs> Is it like super bad, but even more so? Basically, yes. The Indian subcontinent. Oh, he was president of Earth. Mm-hmm. After yes. is that after Marta Allen? I guess. Yes, yep. indeed. Oh. Oh, I missed Modulus. Sorry, I had my screen zoomed in too far. Ah. Modulus of Modo. He's something more than human. The ruler and very soul of the planet Modo. Hmm. Modo? Mogo? What? Uh, The Legionnaires heard of Modo's status as a haven for criminals. They couldn't confront him directly. Under Modulus's command, Moto came alive to protect its inhabitants. So they pretended they were going mercenary. Yeah. So they did. They faked them out. Told them they were they were mercenaries. Gave them booby trap money. And paralyzed them. Presumably, he went to Takrangaldos. Presumably. Or they killed him. Who knows? And the Molecule Master. Hmm. The Molecule Master is an android created by the Time Trappers to seal the Miracle Machine. Hmm? Wow, that's that is a string of words I probably never thought I would have said. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Built with the ability to break the molecular bonds and reconfigure the resultant released energy into blasts and force shields. (laughs) That's some science. He poses a legion applicant uh, to poison the legionnaires and then steal the machine. But he got defeated by wildfire. Yep. Like you do. Then uh, Time Trapper built another one and sent him in again. He showed up in Superboy's pocket universe as Time Trapper's tool to uncover and destroy Superboy. But he was defeated by all the legionnaires at the same time. 
Eh, nobody, nobody likes that story. <laughs> yeah. Especially not some guy named Murray. Mm. Great story. Is that as part of the saga? No, no, it was long before that. This was uh, the the issue that actually brought Wildfire back. Um, after but wasn't, his... wasn't the, the the second the second? Oh second yeah, the year. second. No, the second one was much. It was it was the the Ditko issue um, toward the end of the saga. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Ah, okay. Next we have Monel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we know him. Superboy, but not really. Uh, current, or I guess he, up until recently, current leader of the Legion. Now, not so much. Lost his girl, lost his Legion leadership, lost it all. Sounds oh, like a country yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, night, he gets his powers from drugs. Oh, no, he just gets his not dying from drugs. Sorry. Otherwise, he would be dead. And that's it. There that you is go. holy cow. That was that was a slog. Yeah, you shouldn't let me read these anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there we go. That's the uh, that's the who's who. That takes us up to M. Mm. And the next issue, I think we get a, a good look at Legion headquarters. Woohoo! So that would be fun to look forward to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always good to look at the fortress. All right, then. Let's 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 wrap this. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Please. Comments, as always, are welcome at Legion Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can uh, join us in the conversation on our Facebook page. That is Facebook.LegionOfSubstitutePodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head to our website, LegionOfSubstitutePodcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we're going to head back to the 21st century. And we will see you all next week. Slurmo.